Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. It is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den. I hope you're all doing well. How could you not be doing well? Because you are truly in the right business. I firmly, firmly believe that. If it wasn't the right business, I wouldn't have stuck with it for over 20 years. I truly think it is. Um, having worked at the corporate level, having owned my own business, having been a coach, etc., I am back and I am back in full force because I think it's a an industry that once it gets in your blood, you can't get rid of it. I always say you can take the girl out of network marketing, but you can't take network marketing out of the girl. Um, but I get asked this question all of the time. What company should I choose? I've seen people go from, you know, this company to this company. They hop and jump around. They've tried something. It doesn't fit. And that's okay. I, I get it. I have done that myself. Uh, and then they're doing four and five and six at a time. I'm not a big fan of that. But um, you will know when it's your right company. So the first thing I'm going to say about this, though, is that no matter what company you are with, it's not going to all be sunshines, rainbows, and unicorns. It's not always going to be perfect. There are going to be hiccups. So you kind of have to go with, well, if it's mostly, you know, 80, 90% great, most of the time you're going to put up with it. And, and I've always said this, if you are earning money, it's amazing how much more baloney you can put up with, right? Um, so just keep that in mind. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, people will say, oh, you want to join a new company or you don't want to join a new company doesn't matter. If you have a brand new company, there's going to be new challenges. There's obviously a lot of opportunity. If you're with an established company that's been around for a long time, that's a great thing. But guess what? They too have challenges. And a growing company is where you're going to see challenges as well. Maybe they're adopting a new website. They've got a new back office, whatever the case may be. There are going to be challenges. Not a company exists that doesn't have a problem here and there. There are things like inventory issues. I mean, it's not the easiest thing in the world to predict. Uh, but if overall you get a good feeling of the company, you're going to be okay. So if you're looking for perfection, uh, it's not going to be the right business for you, no matter who the company is. But over the years, I've kind of come up with some guidelines in my own mind that I've always gone by. So it kind of forced me to sit back and write them out. Okay. Um, so not stead hard fast, but these are things that I have always looked for um, when I'm working with a company, for a company, etc. So um, I picked out 10. There's probably more. But these are the 10. Has to have a strong compensation plan. Um, 
And I like to see a company where the more you sell, the more you earn. Well, of course, the more you sell, the more you earn. But what I'm talking about is a graduated commission level, hot points, if you will. So if you hit $250 in sales, for example, there's a standard amount. But when you get to the 250 you get a raise of 5%. When you get to the 600 you get a 5% raise. So it helps you to strive to the next level, but I just love that work a little bit harder. And not only are you earning more just because you're selling more, but your commission level goes up. So I think that's something to definitely look for. The next thing, if you are somebody that wants to build a business, build a team, and personally, I think, you know, that's that's the way to go. It's Is it easy? No, but it's kind of your 401k. Um, but you want to make sure that the compensation program for building your team is robust. Now, I'm not talking about being robust when you get to the very, very top level, because that takes time and not everybody gets there. But do you have the opportunity to start earning a nice size income when you're in the middle? Okay. Granted, you know, when you're first starting, it's going to take a while. Your percent's got to bump up. But are you going to be making a decent income when you're in the middle? And I think that's something to look for because it's going to take a long time. I don't care what anybody says. It will take a long time to get to the very, very top. Now, your idea of a long time and my idea are two different things, but I want to start earning money relatively soon. So make sure that your uh, team building compensation plan is pretty robust, kind of in the middle, if you will. Um, not just at the top level, because everybody talks about the top level and you get a car and you get a this and you go, well, yeah, but what about when you're in the middle? Number eight, I think this is really, really important. This is, it doesn't matter whether you're going into network marketing, sales of any type, you want to make sure that there's a good customer service support uh, structure. Um, if you are, if you have a problem, are they reasonably responsive? And when I say reasonable, you know, I don't expect anybody to get back to me if it's uh, Friday night. I don't expect a call Saturday morning. Okay, I am looking at 24 to 48 working hours. So something happens on Friday night. Quite frankly, there's nothing they can do about it anyway, because there's nobody to ship. You know, the shipping is Monday through Friday. So are they reasonably responsive between 24 and 48 hours? And I say reasonable. And I'm going to take that one step farther. And is your upline reasonably responsive? Sometimes I will have... Uh, somebody reach out to me on a Sunday morning and expect to call Sunday afternoon. No, I, I mean, that's my free time. I am not working. Now, if I can, I will, but I'm not expecting somebody to call me back on a Sunday or I'm not expecting myself to call somebody back on a Sunday. So do they have a strong customer service support that's reasonably responsive? Because remember, if, if you expect your upline to call you, you know, within 10 minutes of you reaching out to them, you better be doing the same thing. And you don't want to do that. 
The other thing that I think is really important in today's day and age of selling and how we sell, which is different than what it's been in the past, is they've got to be able to provide you with a website. Not anything you have to create. It's a, you sign up, you get a website at a reasonable cost. You know, some companies will charge $10, $15 a month. The company I happen to be with, it's free. There's no additional charge. And I think, you know, that's a really cool thing. Um, but the other thing about your website, is it shoppable? Look at it through the eyes of a customer of yours. Can they find stuff? Does it give them good product information? Because if you're not there, that's got to be your support. That's going to be kind of your um, your voice, if you will. So make sure that they've got a good website and it's reasonable for you. There are some companies out there that'll charge you 50, 60 bucks a month. Okay, no, that is not reasonable. If it's, if it's more than $15 a month, really take a close look. And like I said, there are some companies, including the one I'm with, that do have no additional charge. Also, you wanna make sure that that company has a robust back office so you can see your, your team, you can see who has purchased products. Um, uh, its own CRM, if you will. So I think that's really important as well if you're serious about building a business. If all you want to do is just order products for yourself, well, you're probably not listening to this podcast. But, um, you know, if you're building a business and you've got customers and you're building a team, you need a good back office. Something that I think is also important, number six, um, and, and some people disagree with me on this, but I don't think you should be required to have inventory on hand. Some companies say, okay, you order your products and then you, you ship or you um, set up a booth, whatever. I think that's all really, really great, but you should not be required to have inventory on hand. If you're with a good company that's got a good shipping policy, you don't need to do that. You know, it'll be out in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, that is not to say you should not have inventory on hand. I'll give you an example. Uh, over the past weekend, um, we were out and about with friends uh, at someone's house, and there was a product that my company sells that I gave them a sample of. They tried it, felt immediate relief with their knee pain and the person said do you have this on hand and i said yes i do as a matter of fact i have one in the car now i don't have 20 of them i have two of them on hand so if you are going to have product on hand don't you don't need to stock up you just need a little bit of cash and carry okay and then now that those two are gone because my other friend took the other one um I'm simply placing an order, okay? But you, it should not be a requirement. Number five, speaking of not having inventory, the turnaround time to ship your product to either yourself or direct to the customer should be relatively fast. So for example, if you place an order on a Monday, it should be shipping Tuesday or Wednesday at the very latest, okay? Sometimes with the company that I'm with, I could do it Monday morning and it could ship Monday afternoon. Um, there's a, several companies that are like that. 
But you want to know, and the only way you're really going to know is if you experience it as a customer before you make the decision to decide. Because we're in a world of Amazon, next day delivery. Okay, We're not going to be that way, and that is okay. As long as you tell your customers up front, if they're running out of the product, get with them beforehand so they never, ever run out. Okay, but you want to make sure that they can receive that product within five to seven days. Okay, now that that goes hand in hand with, you know, yeah, they can ship it, but they got to have the product in stock. So sometimes um, I have asked this question, what is your fill rate? I was with a company many, many years ago that they were having inventory issues and half the products were out of stock. Okay. No, I, I, I realize that it, cause it's a tough, it's tough, you guys, to figure out what to have on hand. But if they've got a good fill rate, say 90%, that nine out of 10 products are in stock, man, that's pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. You can go anywhere and there's going to be empty shelves. Okay. If you're going to a retail store. So if, if they're at 80, 90%, they're doing really, really well. Um, that was one thing I looked at really closely with the company I'm with. Um, and I have yet to see a product be out of stock. So good turnaround time is important. Number four, I think this goes without saying this should probably be number one, but no particular order. But you have to believe and you have to use the products. You know, sometimes people will say to me, well, I don't want to become an ambassador until I use the products. And I say, absolutely, you should be a product of the product. You should believe in the product because what's going to happen is your customers are going to ask you, well, do you use this product? What do you use? Do you like it? And if you are somebody that isn't using the products or even worse yet, you have the products that are sitting on your shelf. That's not good. So you have to believe and use the products. And I will tell you this, most multi-level marketing companies, most network marketing companies, direct sales companies have outstanding products. Outstanding products. I use a lot of different products from a lot of different companies. And quite frankly, I've really never been disappointed with a product. And if I was disappointed, they've got to have a good return policy. So you really need to be a product of the product. You need to be your own best customer. Okay. Why would you buy it anyplace else? Quite frankly, if you can get it at wholesale prices, but think about your circle and your ideal client. Will they need, will they use this product? That's how you need to think about it. Because if it's, if it's, uh, a nice to have product, well, that might not be the way to go. But if it's if you're a product of the product and you believe in it, and you're not going to love every product, okay, but you probably know somebody that will, maybe it's a family member, but you have to believe and use the products. Number three, does the product that you're selling, the products, um, do they solve a problem? that people have do they solve a problem because people are not buying products they're really looking for a solution so i like to look at it is this uh, a nice to have thing or is this a product that i need okay if money gets tight are they gonna forego their purchases 
Do they consider it a luxury item or will they find a way? Will they find a way? Personally, again, this is just personal preference. I've always liked to be with companies that have consumables. Okay. Um, products that go down the drain, if you will, you know, that they're, that they're used up. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe in the companies that sell jewelry and shapewear and clothing, that type of thing. Um, but for me, as a business person, I want something that goes down the drain and has to be reordered, whether it's once a month, every other month, you know, even um, uh, with cosmetics. I mean, you use them up, right? Okay, so that's what I look for, but that's just my personal preference. Number two, I think it's really important to take a look at the management team, the home office. Are they engaged? You know, is the CEO there? Is the um, the head of sales around? You know, I'm not saying that you're going to be talking with them every day, but they should be um a part of the company and not just sitting in the ivory tower if you will um does the company offer the training and support because see even if the uh the management team doesn't do it or the the founders um they have to believe in training and support because that will cascade down so i think it's really important and you want to have uh, a company overall that listens Okay, they're not going to be able to do everything that you say. There's a lot of things that restrict them from a technology standpoint, from uh, the governing um, governing bodies, etc. But you want to have them listen. You want them. You want to be able to hear from them, if you will, um, a few times a month. And finally, if you're really serious, I think it's important that you have a good upline. A strong upline. You know, there's a saying in network marketing and direct selling that you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And that is so true. But the buy, not by yourself, you've got to have someone that is there. It can be lonely. It can be lonely because, as I said, not everything goes well. And um, you don't have to punch a time clock. So you've got to be inspired um, by others. You have to motivate yourself. Nobody else can motivate you. They're not going to do it for you, but you want to make sure you have a strong upline. And here's what I'm saying by that. Um, I think it's wonderful when a friend invites you to join their business, uh, but they're brand new to the business. That's okay. That's okay because you're going to do this in partnership, but you might want to ask, so who is your support? Because your friend who's brand new will, will struggle to support you from a uh, skill standpoint, but who is their upline? Okay, and I would definitely want to meet their upline. Um, what is their upline like? What kind of training is available? Do they partner with you or are they a helicopter where they're just hovering or they are radio silent, they go away? Um, <coughs> excuse me. Those are some of the things you want to look for but a strong upline. You know, I've been in the business for so long and I know I'm a very strong upline. Um, I, I do training. I do all of those kind of things. But you know what? Even at my level, with my level of experience, I wanted to make sure that the home office was there and that they support training, that type of thing. So, so 
all in all, when it comes to selecting a custom uh, a company, you might not get it exactly right. That's okay, because it's never going to be perfect. But you do have to trust your gut. If it feels right, if you're not excited about the product, okay, it's not for you. To me, the product is the most important thing. If you aren't passionate about it, you're not going to talk about it. And I know what it's like when you're brand new. Oh, I don't know what to say. I'm afraid of being pushed. No, no, no. But if you're passionate about it, um, it's a heck of a lot easier. So, you know, for example, when I selected the company that I am working alongside Commons, um, after many years, um, I finally found a home. Um, and it had all of the things. That's what I looked for. That was when I decided to to do this podcast. Um, and like I said, the upline for me wasn't as important because I'm the upline. But the truth of the matter is, no matter which company you select, it still is up to you. Doesn't matter the business model, doesn't matter the compensation, the product, but it still amounts to whatever you put into it, you get out of it. But sometimes it's easier when it's well, no, not sometimes. It's always easier when it's the right company. So uh, just remember, you're going to work your business alongside your life. So you are going to be taking it with you. Okay, so make sure it's the right company. Uh, so again, this is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den. Check out our podcast every week. You can check out our website. If you want to learn about the company that I am with, and if you're shopping for an upline, if you have any questions on this, certainly reach out to me, but no matter what company you're with, you're in the right industry. So I'll see you on the next podcast. This is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the network marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at the Network Marketers Den. Thanks again for listening.